Good morning and welcome to Article 3, the podcast all about making work work. I'm Rhonda Brighton Hall. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Moi, Making Work Absolutely Human. And there are two reasons to be very happy about being here today. The first one is that I'm joined by the delightful Suzanne Gravilovich. Hello. It's so good to be here again. It always. And one of our business directors here in Sydney and a great friend. And uh, the other thing is because it's our fourth birthday. And happy birthday to us. <laughs> happy birthday to Moi. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. And we've been thinking about how we should attack that from a podcast perspective and what's the right way to do that Mm -hmm. and what we've decided to do and it relates to this topic that we really believe that there's a privilege in doing the work that we do it's just yeah there is and it's it's just such wonderful wonderful work to get to do it doesn't feel like a job very often at all (laughs) so we wanted to pick out four of our most favorite conversations that we have been had the luxury of being involved in over the last four years with clients that we love. And and I said, I can't wait to see who are the four you've picked, which are the four you've picked, because <laughs> there's a long list. Right? There is a long list. And I did start with a long list, and I've got back to these four, and I think they're the right four okay. for all sorts of different reasons, but hopefully hopefully you like them. I'm sure I'm going to love them. <laughs> okay, so story number one. Yes. So we're working with Emergency Services Organisation, which is always a pleasure. I mean, these are people who are very, very purpose-driven what they do for a living and uh, very serious very serious yeah we're in a conversation we're talking about all sorts of things with culture and leadership but in the middle of all of that came up this conversation and I still remember it and still gives me sort of goosebumps thinking about it is a young guy who's a real up-and-coming sort of guy he suddenly says one of the things we need to really address is well-being Yes. And it's not okay to do what we've done for generations and we have to think more carefully about this. Mm. And there was a guy there that was about my age, 23, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy there that was about my age. And, and he, so he's from a generation that's older. And he said, um, well, that's just ridiculous. If you want to do this work, you've got to learn to suck it up. It's, if you can't do it, then don't do it. But you can't just be flaky about it. It's hope. It got really quite aggressive. And there's a certain amount of... A personal, um, uh, what's the word, uh, non-safety <laughs> involved in some of these jobs. Yeah, yeah, there is. And there's also a way of handling it where it's, there's quite a lot of pride in how tough you have to be to handle it. Yeah. And so this guy said, you can't be flaky about it. If you can't do the job, don't do it. That's what he said to the young guy. Yeah. And what was interesting about it is before he had finished his sentence almost, this other guy who was even older, he was near retirement, right. he said, look, can I jump in there? And I want to support the young guy. And he stood up, which no one else has stood up. They've been talking at their tables. Right. There's about 25 people in the room. And he stood up and he said to the guy who was my age, he said, mate, how many of your friends have you lost? How many of them are no longer with you? How many have drunk themselves out of our job? And the guy who was my age stopped and he said, too many. And it was just this moment that hung in the air. It's so emotional, isn't it? It was so emotional. And what led then was a conversation across the room where the young guy suddenly saw that he had a story to tell mm. and they needed to do it differently. That a generation of people had gone to the pub after a tough day at work or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Had dealt with PTSD and all sorts of things. Yep. And all of a sudden we need to think differently about that. That these jobs who keep us safe 
don't have to be in harm's way. Yeah. And it was just such a beautiful conversation. I, I wasn't even in it. I was, I felt I was at the front facilitating and all of a sudden I'm listening to it. And it was just like, oh my goodness, this is just a moment. It's an epiphany moment for the it room. Is. And it was great. And, and one of the big chiefs sort of came in and, and started listening to the conversation up the back. There was barely, you know, you're crying and I am too. And it, it makes, I mean, <laughs> if I was there, I would be crying, but just hearing about it. Yeah. You know, it, it's very moving. And, you know, because these people have gone through so much. Yeah, in their roles. Yeah, um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it was amazing. And there's got to be a better way. <laughs> there's got to be a better way. And 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 now they're talking about it and they've yep. moved forward, which is fantastic. Yep. Now the second story I want to tell. Let's move on to something. Okay, else. something more cheerful. It must something more cheerful. <laughs> and this is we work with a lot of companies who are what we call part of the new economy. These are people who are bringing new, building new sorts of businesses that are socially responsible, that are uh, fiscally independent, so they're not. Um, they're not charities or something, but they're very, very interesting companies and yep. they're very thoughtful on the environment, community, etc. We're working with one of them and we'd done a review on the culture and we were looking at how they should go forward. And it suddenly dawned in the middle of the conversation that this CEO that we were talking to, he had backed his new business, and it's a few years old now, but he had backed his new business with everything he had, every dollar, every ounce of his being, every yep. fibre in his body. Yeah. He had put it on the line to try and build this business that he believed in so much. And he couldn't get the leadership piece right. Yeah. And he was telling us about, and you were there, Susan, I remember this day. I, I was there. <laughs> he was telling us about a friend of his who was a really great CEO and his team really loved him and he didn't feel his team loved him. He felt like he was a bit not liked yes. and he was in really bad shape. And we had a really good conversation. It was a very, very raw conversation. But what it was is so many people get to leadership roles with zero training, zero experience, and they wake up one morning and a lot of people are looking at them going, well, you're the boss, act better. Yes. And it's really hard. And to take someone who has gone through that journey without all the corporate training and everything else and just found themselves there, who had to absolutely look in the mirror and say, from tomorrow, I want to be a completely different leader than I am today. And the reason that conversation was so great is because two things. One is... The first part of it is we actually got to see who was missing around him. Yes. Is he literally was on his own. And he was carrying it's all carrying the everything, carrying the weight, the stress. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yep. You could feel it. Yep. And we, but the second reason it's been such a great conversation is we got to get to know him. Mm. And he's awesome. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> it's a really nice and guy. And he's coming from a good place. He's coming from a great place. And he's as good, I'm sure, as his friend or better. I don't mm. know his friend, but I'm sure he's better. <laughs> and... He now realizes that he can lead his way. So it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's very, very, very good. And to see that growth in such a short period of time, to someone yeah. to take that feedback that was so raw and really grab it and wake up tomorrow morning and go, I'm going to do it differently. Mm. And the progress, not just him, but the whole team and the organization and the leadership team is put around him. It's just a gift to have watched that. It is. And to feel the contribution that you've made, not just to him and that company, but all the people who work there, it's going to be a better place to work. Yeah, it's, it's, because of it that. was fun to do it, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really, really good. Let's go to the third story. All right. <laughs> so third story, big private company now. So we're moving over. <laughs> a traditional, more traditional company. Okay. Now, we were doing some work on culture and belonging with them. And there was a gay man in the team. And it was a very safe conversation that we were having. It was a really good conversation. Yep. And he turned around to a guy who was his boss's boss. So quite some hierarchy mm -hmm. in the room. And we ran that quite deliberately so that all layers were in together. This guy turned around and said, it's fine for me to turn up 
as you think I should turn up. In other words, I have to turn up and look like you, act like you, and then you say, if I do that, it's okay to be gay. He said, but what you don't understand is that every Sunday night, I'm a bit of a nail polish wearer, which is a pretty small thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> You've got nail polish on? No, <laughs> it's nothing, right? He said, but I have to take it off every Sunday night because I can't turn up like that. I can't turn up how I turn up. Mm. And it was a really poignant conversation and everybody was reflecting on it and it was a bit awkward in the room and everything else. But what was amazing about it is I saw the boss's boss, the big guy. He was writing down some notes and what he actually did was he started talking about the fact that he could do better. He said, I hadn't thought about how I could do better. I thought I was allowing everybody to come to work, you know, bring your whole selves to work. Yes, yes. But actually I'm saying bring your whole selves to work within the parameters you think I think you think I'm okay with. Yes. And so he said, how can he show people that his parameters are fine? And so what he did when we next saw him, he asked if he could come and open a workshop and he actually had silver nail polish on. <laughs> and it's such a small thing, but he brought along that guy and it was just like, oh my goodness, that is showing someone that you're going to put yourself on the line absolutely and not just assume people get what you need and want but actually demonstrate it i just thought it was such a great and a simple story too but a really really good one what a powerful um demonstration with such a small thing i know but so powerful i know and um you know he's showing everyone that actually his parameters are a lot more broad than what people think they are yeah and Probably he had never thought, I bet that guy's taking his nail polish off on a Sunday night. No. Probably never knew. He he would never have entered his head. Yeah, but he had to show the guy that it was good. So I thought it was really good. And he still to this day, he does it every couple of weeks. He does it just to show it. That's amazing. It is amazing. It's a really beautiful little simple story, that one. I want to go across to a not-for-profit. And we've been working with a group of alumni from this organization, an organization that we love. Yes. We do. This group of amazing alumni, um, women alumni, gosh, they're just the most amazing people. And we've been so lucky that we reached out and we got some of the best female leaders in the country. You know, they're just amazing (laughs) women. You're like, oh my goodness. And they all agreed. So without without exception, they all agreed to mentor these women. So we've been creating this program, putting the mentors in. They've been starting to meet with their mentors. They're learning lots. Their mentors are fabulous. The mentees are fabulous. It's just really great. But it was been working with them a couple of a couple of workshops through, and all of a sudden, it dawned on them something we had been trying to explain because yes. the advantage of being in the age group that we're in is you do remember your friends from your twenties and your thirties and you've all grown up together and there's something about life that you suddenly turn around and you've all gone up together. You're all quite senior and holding important jobs. And That's right. It just your creeps network, up on you. Your network gets grows as you grow. <laughs> And you help each other. Yes. People pick up the phone and help each other. And I don't know that we ever realise we're doing that until you look back on it. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's a beautiful lesson to be able to pass on. So we passed that on and we said to this group right from the beginning, you've got great mentors. They're very famous women. They're famous, famous um, senior leaders in Australia. Phenomenal women. Yes. But your best mentors are going to be next to you, you, the people who are next to you. And it was about the third time we got together with them that they suddenly realised how incredibly powerful they were that that group of young women was, and not all young, I shouldn't even say that because they're all sorts of ages, but yep. they are absolutely building a network and a friendship circle and a group mm-hmm. that is absolutely phenomenal and they will grow together, I've no doubt in the world. And you suddenly saw them understand their own power, yep. that it wasn't about that bigger person can teach me, but actually if I grow with you, we'll grow together. And I think that career lesson 
that your peer group is so important to be generous and kind and and giving and they give back to you yeah is just such a beautiful lesson as well so that was the fourth one i chose it is and that's a bit you know that's a, a lesson of the karma uh, circle going on it, about why it's, it's important you know to be good to the people who are around you and, and support the people around you because they're going to be in a great powerful job one day and and you know what goes around comes around as they say that's exactly right. And they say there's a cold place in hell for women who don't help women. And I think that's true. <laughs> that <laughs> but, is true. But it's, there's a beautiful place for those who do. And yep. I think that's why I wanted to land on that one because the power, you know, we're getting pretty close to International Women's Day and the power of women helping other women and standing up for them and supporting each other is not to be lost. It's great. It's a lovely story. And I feel a bit like that working with you every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> So that's our four big stories. And it is why, you know, when we say the work that we do is an absolute privilege. um, I've given you four simple stories, albeit they're hugely important to people's lives and can change so much just by being open, by growing with the people next to you, by listening. And I think that's why we do say it's a privilege to do the work we do and that we do deeply love our clients like we really do. (laughs) That's such a girl thing to say, isn't it? I know, but it's so true. And... Those moments are so profound when they come across you. And, you know, before we did the podcast, I said to you, you're going to tell me stories that are going to make me cry. <laughs> and you did, and I knew you would. And and that's the sort of work that we get to do. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, a bit of a gift. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our birthday one. We wanted to, to you know, rather than a cake, we thought this was much better <laughs> and better for us. Yes. Um, but thank you so much, not only to these clients who we love, but... And the people in the room and each individual who makes such a difference to our lives by letting us be part of these stories. But also to everyone who listens to Article 23, yep. signs up to our newsletter, podcast, yes. etc. Um, we just really appreciate it. We've built a beautiful community that we always feel we can rely on, that we really enjoy being part of ourselves. Yes. Um, if you'd like to, to be part of that, our newsletter, you just write to us at team at live, so mwah.live. And you'll link into that newsletter, or if you want to contact us, same address. Otherwise, big more from us. Thanks for having us. A big more from me as well. <laughs>